What's going on, everybody? We are back, the Pondo Podcast. It's been a little while. We took took some time off for our summer camp mode. All of us were busy working, going at it, and uh, had a great summer. And, but we're back. Pondo Podcast is back. The Creative Stream, they released an episode last week, and now here we are, my brother and I, with Campfire Conversation. Oh, brother, we're out there. <laughs> uh, so I guess first off, uh, first first question I would have is is this. Do you feel ready to be back doing the podcast? Do you feel, or do you oh. feel, do you feel a little rusty? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're listening, don't expect the A game, maybe a B or a solid C. I'm a C minus kind of guy. <laughs> C's get degrees. <laughs> That's what I was told. So, uh, no, it's good to be back. I'm Ryan, my brother Sean joining us. And of course, Yell, the dog. The dog. Is here. And uh, perfect that Yell is here because we were talking through different topics and where we should go next. And we thought a great one would be animal encounters. <laughs> so, Yell is you're perfect to be here. We uh, unfortunately don't have a mic set up for, for her to chime in, but uh, but we have some stories that we want to share from from our life of animal encounters. Some funny, some maybe scary, yeah. Some beautiful, and uh, everything in between. And so, so yeah, animal encounters. Everyone's probably been there, had a moment, uh, either in nature or at a zoo where uh, something crazy happened. Animals are so unpredictable, I think, in, in some some ways, right? Wouldn't you? If if you're having an encounter at a zoo, <laughs> that's uh that's your fault. I mean, I've seen I've I've heard many stories of monkeys throwing poop like poop at, at Okay, people. well I'll give you that one. <laughs> so that's that's I mean it happens. Uh it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> uh yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so let I think I know I know I was like running down my list of of stories and animal encounters in my life. I'm sure you Sean probably have so many more than I do, but I I I do have like seven stories and and I think for this episode I, what I decided is we're going to it's going to be like quick fire stories. So so yeah. so nothing that's going to take too long but just kind of rapid fire story time and do you want me to dive into kind of my first yeah, first first story that I had on my list. The first one, uh, um, er, er, let's let's go with what is the animal? Okay, and then into the story. Are you gonna? Uh, are you going to like try to guess or what's? Oh, yo, do you? Yeah, you want to do a Q and A? No, I don't. I don't really okay. know. I don't really. Know. <laughs> so my first, uh, the first one that's on my list. These are no particular order, I would say, but uh, the first one I have on my list is. An alligator. So we, you, so when you went to the Everglades, <laughs> yep, yep. You, you got it, <laughs> boom. So uh, Sean and I, we we grew up in Florida, and uh, we're so constantly surrounded, I would say, by by alligators and our world in terms of any lake we would go to or any river or pond, uh, pond, any or ba- our backyard, our, yeah, anywhere we would go would would be. A chance for an alligator to be there it's, yeah. it just become became kind of second nature to us i guess and uh, i was never overly i don't think i was overly scared of alligators but 
I was cautious. I mean, well, you, it's like gro- like growing up in Florida. You one know how to swim, and you two know that hey, there's probably an alligator in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's so, it. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, if you have if you have eyes eyes locked on the gator, then you're okay. The gator disappears when you after you jump off a rope swing or something. You yeah, might, you get out of you the might, water. You might want to get out, but. <laughs> But uh, when I was in middle school, we we took a, a trip down to the Everglades. It was it was kind of a reward system for Bible verses, learning Bible verses and attendance and the whole thing. And so I think I think about five of us. I think it was like th- two girls, three guys, our youth and our youth leaders. And I think we were, I guess we were in seventh grade, uh, maybe going into eighth grade because. Uh, I thought you were older than that. No, because because Dave Edwards yeah. was uh, oh. was our champion, our junior high uh, youth leader at the time, and so Dave uh, and and a few other leaders took us down to the Everglades. My first experience down there in southern southern Florida <laughs> in the swamps, <laughs> and um, and and all I'll say is this: I mean, we had a great trip. It was it was fun. A lot of memories. I still think I can still think back of very specific moments. That happened on that trip, but the one thing uh, we went on a on a the airboat is that that's what it's yeah. called, right? The airboat yeah. out on the out on the swamp, and it was so cool, like to just be zooming over like the water and like all the what, you can hit land. I mean, you can yeah, go you can go, land you can, you can on go, it. You can even go over land. But the funniest thing that I remember from that trip is we had this tour guide, very southern, very like I don't know, just. He was a character for sure, and so he's we we slow down and we're kind of in this canal, and he starts talking about these gators and like giving us facts about the gators, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, there's," and he starts naming the gators like he's yeah. like, "Oh, there's there's Betty and there's <laughs> there's Tom and there's," and he's just going through, and I just remember even as a seventh grade boy being like, "This guy's making this yeah, up," yeah. like like there's thousands upon thousands of alligators out here and and i'm sure that there's probably uh some ways that you can identify uh the uniqueness of them but i was like this guy's totally making 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 things things up but that's like white white pink fluffy bunny like oh that's pink fluffy bunny right there (laughs) yeah yeah totally making stuff up and uh but i do remember like being just sitting kind of still out on that water and and at least like 15 to 20 gators just like slowly kind of creeping up on the boat you know yeah and um never there was never a moment of, of fear or panic but uh it was a it was cool it was it was a neat moment and uh, for for I know a lot of listeners uh, to our podcast are people that are, we're kind of connected to out here in California. Yeah. So alligators are not quite a quite a like, oh yeah yeah they know they've seen them or they've heard maybe even seen them you know yeah. at, at a zoo at a zoo or the somewhere. San Diego zoo. yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, but to actually be out like in, in that setting well was, and was it's wild. yeah and, but growing up with them too it's just yeah. like for uh, like me moving out here I was like wait there's like it just was like culture shock like yeah. wait i can jump in this water and <laughs> yeah there's not a gator like right. that's weird yeah yeah so um so that's one of my stories of of an animal encounter just uh just being out in the everglades with some friends on an airboat uh some dude just 
totally making his, <laughs> making up stories about the animal uh, gators names and uh but it was such a great time and you know one thing about our, this podcast that we always i think i think is key for us it makes to me it makes total sense of of why this is our our kind of our vision for this podcast is is how these stories connect us with people how these stories uh connect us with god uh, I mean, throughout our life, we, we just have all all kinds of things we've experienced. So grateful for that. But that was one of those trips that I was with people. We're already having fun, having the time of our life. We're in just seventh grade. I mean, come on. We're like middle school students on a trip down to down to Miami, the Everglades. Yeah. And uh, then we're out on a boat with this shared experience of, of this guy uh, leading us on this tour and uh, just bull crapping his way, his way through, <laughs> through through it all. But it was it was so much fun. Uh, what about you, man? You got a, you got a story that just comes to mind about a gator? Or we're... Oh no, just you can go anywhere. I was gonna go with a chicken. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, if we're talking shared experiences, not even right, hold on. Is this is this at a uh, David's David's chicken chicken farm in oh no Al- no Alabama? this is in uh, this is actually in costa rica oh okay um w- which that is its own story <laughs> but uh we were in the mountains in costa rica with a mennonite mennonite like community and they they're just so like well in tune with with nature like uh, uh, this midnight community like growing chickens they run up and down the mountains all the time um very fast very fast and they were like hey this is how you catch chickens and (laughs) so they taught us how to catch chickens and very hard (laughs) <laughs> but and so i caught a chicken and they <laughs> they just kill, I it, kill it immediately no 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 oh, you oh, just oh. you just catch them oh I didn't they know just they... they run around like they were would just run around like catching chickens <laughs> so then our dad i catch a chicken our buddy uh josh he catches the chicken. Then my dad, remember you, you, when you grab them, you hang them upside down, like with their legs. <laughs> then our dad catches one of like his students, our, our, uh, good friend, Scott Turbyville. <laughs> and so there's a picture of me holding a chicken upside down my dad holding scott turbyville <laughs> upside down and then our buddy josh holding a chicken upside down That's awesome. so i didn't the the gator stuff we've caught a lot of gators back in the day but it just made me think of chickens for some yeah. reason there you, go. you just grab them like <laughs> just get them. yeah that's awesome um so I got a story. Uh, just looking at my list here, and and the more we talk, I'm sure even more and more stories are going to pop up. Uh, we have a shared story. Uh, we used to live, like we said, we lived in Florida. We we lived in a in a church parsonage, and uh, it, the 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 house sat 
probably uh, we're on 17 acres yeah 17 acres but we're on the backs kind of the back side it's it's probably uh you know 600 700 feet to the church or something like that maybe more yeah, yeah. What do you think yeah anyway so quarter mile it felt like in that heat <laughs> yeah i don't think it was quite that far but but there was uh so in our backyard we had this kind of a line of trees it was like a distinct like l-shaped like line of yeah. trees that they had planted i guess and there was a fence there at one time but they took it out so anyways our we would walk to church just through our backyard and uh, there, there, there was a stretch of time where you and I, uh, we both know about this, but uh, there was this bird that would terrorize us yeah. every time we would try to walk through that tree line. And it was a crow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a crow. Oh, man. And, and I just remember walking to church uh, one day and this thing just came right at me and I just took off. I booked it. And as you run, you're just like running for your life. And the moment you like turn around to look at the bird, it just flies off. Yeah. Uh, but, but but you're running oh, all the time. Oh man! And so the there church. were times where we'd we'd step out our back door and just have to like, it was like psychological warfare. <laughs> yeah. Where we're like, this bird is gonna get me one day, and I'm it's gonna hurt so bad. And you would just like work up the courage to just start running. <laughs> you'd, you'd run as soon as you got out the door. You would take you off. Would just running. start running, and and this bird would swoop in. And uh, we got it. To, okay, we have to talk about the other bird story okay. with mom, which was about. It had to be. I mean, maybe five years of us living here that you would hear. What I can't. What's the. Uh, uh, <laughs> And yeah. it would, it was, and mom was like starting to get upset. Like, hey, the neighbor across the street <laughs> is just keeps whistling at me. And come to find out, it was a parrot that the guy would let out of his house, land on this dead tree, and would whistle every time mom came home. And it was the parrot <laughs> whistling at her the whole time. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Our mom. Oh, we got it. Okay. I have another. That house. I think the majority of these might be at that house. <laughs> my, my, that was the only one I have from that house. But so I have. I have one I was thinking about last night. I have a scar on my toe, <laughs> and it was a soft shell turtle, like. <laughs> And we lived really, like, the edge of the property, like, we had a pond on our property, and then, or on the property we lived on, and then we had a pond, two ponds across, like, the way, like, I mean, not far, like, you could smell the water, but we would always get turtles, we had tons of turtles, yeah. we had turtles, like, but there was a giant softshell turtle one time walking through the field, to get back to the big pond yeah. or big <laughs> lake, and I'm barefoot and trying to like kind of push it along, like "Hey, bud, like let's go," um, and not knowing their necks can come out that far, <laughs> he reached around with my foot on his shell and bit my toe. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
Now I have like I have a lifelong scar on my toe, not knowing those little things, those big things could bite. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, there are I, there are more stories there at the house for sure. I, uh, I I'll shift gears a little bit to our a friend's house. Uh, so we have, we have some some friends all through. Um, little back end of elementary and middle school, high school, even still to this day. Yeah. Uh, ben and Matt McCraw. And uh, my first time that I got to go over to their house um, was cool. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting, yeah, go, go hang out in Ben and Matt's house. Uh, well, I find out that their house is uh, full of, uh, full of animals and, and really not necessarily in the house. Um, <laughs> But they, <laughs> I get over there, and they're like, yeah, you should come out to our barn. It's a rat barn. And I was like, uh, what? A rat barn? Like, yeah, we got, like, thousands of rats. And, and, and by thousands, ten thousands. Ten thousands. Ten thousands. Yeah, and so uh, they take me out there. Like, yeah, our job is to uh, feed and, wa- and water, uh, give water to these these rats. So, so their their stepdad Wayne Glave, who is uh, Blue Ridge oh, Mountain, man. came from the Blue Ridge Mountains of Kentucky. Just an amazing character of a person, but yeah, and just a great guy. And uh, he 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 bred rats to to sell to uh, pet shops and stuff for snakes to to eat. That was his, his side hustle. His little side hustle. <laughs> yeah, he worked for the school the school district, but. Um, so I walked out there one day, the first day, and they were like, "Take a look!" And, it, and I'm telling you, just thousands, uh, ten thousands thousand of rats. rats in these little cages. Mice. We'll, we'll go with mice. Uh, we can say, yeah, we'll church it down. Uh, yeah, it, they were mice, but but um, all throughout uh, my time and my relationship with those guys and going over to their house. It was just always something new. Eventually, yeah. they got rid of the rats, and it they was, had they had literally they had. Kakibera, which are from yeah. the Amazon. They had emu, emu, <laughs> iguanas, iguanas, monitor lizards, everything. Giant, I mean, like almost like what 12 foot pythons, like yes. yeah, everything. Right. And it was terrifying, yeah, yeah. And yet, the funnest, the the uh, and I told you this story the other day was the, the worst one they had was that the billy goat. Yeah. That would chase you down, <laughs> eat like you would try to like I would try to sneak in there, not sneak in f- to hide anything, but sneak in right. so the billy goat wouldn't notice I was in there, and I would be like running across <laughs> this swamp, like this decks on this swamp, and it would just take you out, like yeah. it would come from behind you some way, somehow, and yeah. just knock you down. And <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that was I would say uh, that was quite an encounter. Yeah. First, first friend set of friend I had that didn't have just like a dog yeah. as a pet. They they had uh, they had quite the adventure in their backyard and uh, quite the adventure. It was it was always it was always something, man. <laughs> Talking about goat, I do have a goat story on my my list. We uh, this is a very quick story, but we went to the uh, Fresno uh, Zoo. Uh, when we were staying up at Hume uh, a couple couple of years ago, three years ago now, which is crazy, uh, but we went to the Fresno Zoo. Pretty sure it was Fresno, and 
you know, pretty pretty decent zoo. Had all kinds of animals and stuff, but we would go into like the petting petting cage uh, or petting. Is that what it's called? Petting petting zoo. The petting zoo area. Yeah. 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 And um, so we're walking around, and the kids are loving it. They're all you know. There's a little a lot of lot of goats, um, some sheep. Seems some, about right. Yeah. So you know, it is what it is. But uh, so I'm standing there just talking to to uh, one of our friends, and all of a sudden I'm like, I feel something on my butt, and I'm like, I thought like my wife Jess was kind of standing by, so I was like, is she like touching? Is she getting she getting a little frisky? Getting a little frisky? Getting a little Fresno in there? (laughs) Yeah, at the petting zoo, and uh, and then and then I look over and Jessica's like across the way, and I was like, what is going on? And I turn around, and uh, this goat, I had put the, the zoo map in my back pocket, and this goat <laughs> was just chomping. He, he, he had, like, just chomping. He's like, dude, I get this all the time, and this is what I want. He just wanted he just wanted a, a, a zoo map, um, but I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, definitely an encounter. Uh, if you, do you want to go on chompers? <laughs> yeah, getting chomped. Yeah. Do so chomp. I worked at I ran a, uh, a kennel for labs, and I will tell you this right now: <laughs> labs have the softest mouths, but they have teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and so we would, I would, we would let the dogs out. It'd be you know like forty, fifty like dogs, and we'd run them through the woods, like seven miles through the woods yeah but they had bark collars on that would we'd have to figure out how to tune like certain dogs so it wouldn't make them like clench their jaws right you know you know because we're trying to be humane and i'd op- say it's three three thirty in the morning opening these giant kennels to run these dogs through the woods they jump out and they're so excited they're barking and i have so many hiney scars <laughs> on my booty because they don't know what else to like they're not trying to bite me <laughs> but they bite you because they're getting shocked and they're like trying to clinch and it would always be on my butt. <laughs> so, in Yell, the little yellow lab here, is one of those dogs. Never bit me, but... Good girl. She's a good girl. She's passed out right now. Yeah. But that's my... Uh, that's probably my worst experience <laughs> with, with chompers. With chompers. <laughs> uh, man, I don't... I I don't I'm trying to think of I've got a good bear story from up here. Okay, yeah, I have a I do have a bear story as well. The the goat didn't chomp actually chomp my butt though. It was I was it was it, it was just, just trying mouth. to eat. I was trying to think of some other chomper chomper thing. I mostly stings. Oh. I think by I got I get I'm super allergic to bee stings and I oh I, are I, you? I, yeah, I remember getting stung on my side one time and it just like. It's a balloon. There's such a balloon uh, thing. I got, I got another good chomper story. Go for it. With an alligator. Not for me, though. So I uh, lived with a a buddy. His name was Jacob. And his dad, um, he, his dad raised him like, and they had this game that 
like it wasn't a game. It was it was Christmas gifts, but their Christmas they lived on a lake. The Christmas gifts were like the most outrageous like things. Like it would be hide a GI Joe like a hundred feet up into a tree, and the dad has to go get it, and or like you know put a cinder like put a uh, what what's like those a uh, hot wheel in in a cinder block and put it down at the bottom of the lake and the and the dad has to go get it but the dad was like tough as nails and so one of them ended up being like a 2 foot alligator <laughs> 2 foot is that yeah 2 foot alligator and I was there to witness this, and I can't remember what happened, but the dad caught the alligator, and we were in the basement, and the dad's, you know, just kind of that, like, he was missing fingers. We called him the nubs already. <laughs> and he's rubbing, he the alligator, little alligator's got his mouth open, and he's rubbing, he's like, look, nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to happen. Rubbing his mouth, like his one finger on his one hand, or on one of his hands, around the teeth of the little alligator, and the alligator bites down. And he goes, and I mean, he just has that monotone of, like, go get a screwdriver, go, just go get a screwdriver, and like you can tell he's in pain, but he will not, like, he doesn't budge. Yeah. And he's like, and we had to pry the alligator's mouth open to get his one finger on his one hand out. That's amazing. Uh, I I just knew nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. No, and like he did, it just goes. uh, It's just that. Oh, uh, that's good. Uh, so we, we kind of teased that we had bear stories. I'll go ahead and share mine, and then you can you can jump back in. <laughs> okay. uh, my bear story happened. We were actually at Sequoia National Park. Um, we were there uh, at, while we were at Hume. I guess that same kind yeah. of that same time, and we ended up having a free day that we went to uh, to one of the uh, see. I think we saw the General Grant tree. Yeah. No, no, General Sherman. The General Sherman tree that day, and then we went. And f- there was like this meadow kind of that we found, and we were walking through, and as we were just exploring, it was a beautiful, just amazing day. Um, it was it was my family, uh, Kimberly, our friend Kimberly, and our friend Zara were with us. And we're walking through, and these people kind of stop us, and they're like, hey, just just let you know there's a bear. We saw a bear up here. We're like, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, thanks for the heads up, you know. And so we keep walking. We kind of do our thing, kind of looking for the bear, but but we never saw it. So we just figured it had, like, taken off. Um, and then we're like, all right, let's head back to – let's head back over to the, uh, to the car. And we're walking back through everything, and all of a sudden – uh, Kimberly and, and our oldest son, Dallas, he was uh, 10, I guess, at the time. They were up a little ways ahead of us, and they're walking, and then all of a sudden they kind of go around this corner, and uh, and the rest of us are following behind. We're kind of catching up, and all of a sudden we see them 
they have completely turned around and started walking <laughs> walking directly back towards us briskly. <laughs> and they're like, bear, bear, bear. Bear scare. Bear scare. And it was so it was a it was a mama bear with a cub. So that's yeah, that the, was the, Well, so. okay, we you and I just had before summer an experience where I was chasing a bear <laughs> yeah. and you were standing outside. Yeah. With your dog, <laughs> yeah, and the bear ran by. Yeah, I, I stepped out. I saw like this shadow, like running across, kind of the, through the middle of camp. Not, yeah, not kind of on the outskirts. So, like through the middle of camp, I saw the shadow, and I was like, "Man, that's that's a weird. That's a shadow I have. I'm not used to seeing." Because you know, you've been around a long time where you, yeah. you know, bears used to be a bigger thing up here. They're not as yeah. as much anymore. And uh, I I have seen a couple since we've been here, but. That was one like okay, saw the shadow go by, and I was like that. That's a bear. That's a bear. And our dog was right at the end of the. And thankfully, our dog didn't like try to take off after. <laughs> yeah. And I it scurried back. Our dog went back inside, and then you were like coming up, and uh, we you chased it. Yeah, yeah, chased, I chased it, right it up. up the. And and it was a year, probably a year old cub. Like, and they they stay with their moms for like two years, and then come to find out later mom was on the other side of the field yeah that's and i know and i don't know that 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 story was coming from some younger younger, but, younger but kids even, so i don't but know but i knew i once i actually saw the bear yeah like i even told you i was like that bear's tiny yeah, like yeah. i mean bigger than a labrador yeah yeah it was but it, enough to hurt you yeah yeah for sure and then my favorite bear story up here, and if you come up here, we have th- uh, two three-sided cabins. And I went the entire summer, like, you know, chasing off bears, chasing off bears. Um, and we had a guy that kind of stayed over, like, a few weeks after. And he's like, him and I were, like, hiking up to one of these three-sided cabins, and... He goes, I've never seen a bear. And I was like, what? And it, I mean, it had to be within two seconds. There was a bear coming down to the three-sided cabin. And me, like growing up in Florida, I'd seen bears, but I didn't know how to interact with them. Right. And I go, just pee. Take a pee right here. Like, we'll make a line. <laughs> And not like we're so we're both on this trail taking a leak, thinking the bear won't cross the pee line, not knowing. And so we pee, and I just start backing up, and he's behind me, and I was like, just back up. And the bear kind of runs past us, like going downhill. And I was like, let's let's just get out of here, let's go get like tacos or something <laughs> and so we get in the car or in the truck and start driving down the road well the bear had gone down the hill to the creek the creek crosses the road and we're like cracking up like how like i mean i was scared yeah <clears throat> and he was faster than me so i was definitely scared <laughs> so we start driving down the road and right where the creek crosses the road, the bear comes running out. <laughs> and I was like, 
what do I, I don't, what do I do? So I just start gunning it like the, the truck and the bears like running like down the road, like with their floppy butts, like, and it's so, it's cute, but it's also, it's a bear and he finally takes off and we're dying laughing. Like how he just said he'd never seen a bear. And then he just got to see the same bear twice (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like what are the odds too of of uh, that it came out at the same time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got two. Uh, I, I guess I've got two. Let me, well, let me do that. I have another bird story. Oh, that's a pretty pretty good one. This happened in uh, Kentucky. I Is think. it bluebird? <laughs> no, no, not bluebird. <laughs> um, apparently, birds are not blue. If, if, if you yeah, dive into yeah. Dive into that conversation. We can go into that conversation. <laughs> but no, no, no. This happened, uh, this was early on in the days of Summer Hill, the band. Oh. Um, it was me, Cody, our friend Will, and our friend Richard. We went to uh, do a retreat, um, lead worship for a retreat for our friend Aaron Philippone, actually. Oh. And uh, he brought us in. We go up there, we're doing worship. We set up uh, the first night, lead worship, and then their youth group is out doing stuff. And we're in this room, a pretty big room. Like I think we're either tearing, like cleaning up, or we're kind of putting things away, just whatever. Yeah. And this bird shows up inside the room that we're in, and uh, so we're like, "All right, bird, bird in the room, like it's okay." And then it just stayed in there, and like we gotta go. And this bird like <laughs> is stuck in there, and we're like, "Man, we can't just open up tomorrow." And this bird's flying around like kid, like students <laughs> and stuff. So we proceed to spend the next hour and 30 minutes oh, trying to catch this bird to get it out. And um, it's it's funny, and we're all having a great time. But the, the, uh, there was one thing that happened that really turned the tide, I would say, of us being able to catch this bird. We, we queued up a song um, <laughs> by the band uh, Europe called The Final Countdown. <laughs> And uh, that song blasted on the on the PA, and uh, that like gave us this boost of energy. Like we were just like like pumped up, and we cap we get this bird in this in this like little Tupperware bin thing, and we finally we finally get it out. It was like soon. I'm talking like, I'm talking two minutes after we fired up that song. Yeah, and so. Now, uh, in fact, this past summer, we had a bird in the lodge here at Pondo, and uh, our buddy Blake was on stage. He goes, he like kind of looked up. I was like, is there a bird in here? He goes, yeah. He goes, all right, hold on one second. I was like, hold on one second. <laughs> Cued up Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I was oh, like, I was like just, just trust me. This song is going to get this, this, bird, <laughs> this bird out of the room. Okay, shifting gears. How, how have we been connected to God through uh, just – encounters oh. with animals in, in nature I, I got a good one. Oh well man i can i have yeah, yeah. thousands but like i i think about and this actually happened in arkansas it was the first time i'd ever seen elk yeah like and this was up north like near jasper like our uncle has land up there and it's it's incredibly beautiful, incredibly wild, like, and I'd never seen an elk, or I'd never heard an elk before, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen an elk before, um, and we're in this, I'm with my uncle, and we're in this canyon, and it's, 
like migration, I guess migration period in these giant woodland like mist like I want to say mystical beasts yeah. were like bugling and it's the weirdest thing to see like something that big and massive with these giant antlers making the this bugle sound and it echoing off the canyon walls and then watching them jump fences and being like how in the world like because like when we grew up in florida like you'd see deer and they're tiny like and this is not tiny right this is the biggest thing i've ever seen in my life so far other you know i mean i rode an elephant right but that that sound like which is horrifying and yet so beautiful Mm. like and 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 being with my uncle like too but like was fun and he's like god this is the elk migration like we're in this place with this river with this mm-hmm. like massive walls like i think that sound is just like and i will say this the most hauntingly beautiful sound mm. that it's literally my like ringtone <laughs> like yeah. still um but that moment was where it's like man god like to me, God made this place so much bigger than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Like, and it, I wasn't, we were just in Northern Arkansas. Like, yeah. but that opened my eyes and I'd already lived out here. Like I'd seen great whites. I'd seen all these things, but the sound of it was just so like, what? Yeah. So that's awesome, man. Um, I've got, I've got three, and I'll kind of just say them quickly. Um, but three three moments that I just am, was like in awe, you know, one of those things. Yeah. Uh, first one, my wife and I had a chance to go up last year for our anniversary to uh, Monterey. Yeah. Monterey Bay. And, uh, Which I used to live up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went out whale watching. And uh, I did throw up. Uh, just, <laughs> I, I will say that. So uh, God god had a sense of humor with me on that day but um but oh my goodness seeing seeing these whales like yeah jump out of the water um and you're just like you're just in awe man like there's there's just it's 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 un just unreal to think again this big grandeur of an animal that was created by god and it's it's like you know it's doing what it's called to do designed to yeah. do and uh we get to just witness that and and it's just amazing and i can and i like not to like interrupt but like those were probably wells i have seen in Ho- like in hawaii like because yeah, they maybe. migrate up i don't know that whole migration right path but like to attest to your that is like even the calves like jumping yeah you're just like that's already bigger than the boat and then the <laughs> right. like then the big one like mama's come out and it's like 
what in the yeah. world? Like, yeah. So, so that was that was one of these moments where God. It was just kind of this awe factor of the Creator God creating this these animals, um, and then us just getting to witness that. The second one actually was in Hawaii. Um, you you took um, Jess and I out snorkeling and got to see the dolphin. Uh. Um, that was the first experience ever with something like that. Just these dolphins were asleep, but they were kind they, of, yeah. they were doing their little circle pattern, like where half their brain's awake. But, yeah. Oh man, and uh, they were coming close too. Very, very close. And I and I I don't I don't do great with water. Like in those settings, I know you're you love it, and that's your like you guys are, but, um, yeah, just still something, yeah, just so special about again seeing that again how they're designed, they're they're so smart, then and just the way they're uh, everything functions and works, and just see them circling and um, that was um, one of my greatest like I I you know, think with you one probably my favorite experience because yeah. i mean we have funny experiences all the time and yeah, just yeah. goof but like being able to be like we're even like you're on top of the water and i swim down and get that close to him and be like dude this is yeah. like yeah. it like uh, it was it was, uh, it was crazy yeah surreal and i know jessica i mean that's that was like a dream of hers yeah like, i mean she like as a girl you know dolphin were like her thing you know so yeah special the last story i'll say um that i'll share um you know we, we've talked we've we did an episode on nature um so you can obviously go back and, li- and listen to to that but we my family and i had a chance several years ago to go to so many national parks during one summer and uh, one of those national parks we hit up was uh was yellowstone and um driving through Yellowstone and all the bison I mean hundreds and hundreds of bison just there like yeah. um coming up right beside your car um and just man again it's just the, one of these moments of of uh you know I have on I have a, actually have a tattoo um on my my forearm of a half it's like half a bison and half of a kind of a mountain scene with trees and um and for me the bison it, it's kind of funny but it, it became this unofficial mascot of our team of reminding us of our ministry and reminding us of worship yeah and um and then to go in person see them at yellowstone was like this uh yes just another surreal moment um for me and just just brought my heart to a place of awe for who god is yeah. and what he created and so it's definitely a connecting point there for my family, for me, with God. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, something I'll always, I'll always remember for sure. That's cool. That makes me think uh, like I have a lot of. Um, let's see. I have. We're speaking of tattoos, <laughs> but I have one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight birds tattooed on me, and and it's like that. You know, like God's gonna take care of the birds, yeah. and and I have a hard time even, and I need to look at these things mm. more. But that 
God's going to take care of the birds. Yeah. Like, he's going to take care of us. And remembering that is, one, that's a hard thing for me. Because I, you know, just get, yeah. get either complacent or, like, selfish or worried, like, and... I don't I have I have these on here as a reminder but I don't remember to look at them and I don't <laughs> remember to like you know yeah. like go go to God in that he's going to take care of us like yeah. he's if he's taking care of the birds he's going to take care of you yeah so that's good man that's yeah. my animals animal encounter we got one we got we both have them on our skin um as reminders of who who God uh, is, yeah. who God says we are, our call to trust Him, our call to ministry, our call to, to all of it. And so, um, I also have a fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's been awesome. It's been awesome getting back to this, getting to talk, um, campfire conversation. And, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, we knew we, we, we had taken a couple months off just to, because we honestly, we were just working, just too busy to, 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 to just sit down and record um but you know but you know what i think it was good for us to kind of take a break and um regroup and now here we are and so i look forward to to talking more have more and more conversations and um we love you guys and we appreciate you listening um even if it's one or two people that take the moment a moment to hear our crazy stories about animal encounters um, and there's a lot more oh than gosh. you think. We, yeah, we, <laughs> as we were talking, more and more came to my mind, but I, I just we, we just don't have time. But hey, we love you guys. Um, yeah, that's all we got for you. Uh, we'll talk again pretty soon. See you guys. Bye.